everyone. It's Irliana Samsara. Yay, here we are again. Um, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. So, uh, wow, I just want to, uh, <laughs> what a week, right? Ay, ay, ay. Um, yeah, well, you know, welcome to the, the Saturn square Uranus. Uh, this is going to be a, as, as we have said in, you know, in the previous episode, um, this is this is going to be the defining theme for 2021. Um, this the astrology that's happening. Um, I want to get more deeply into this this particular segment. We're going to just focus more on the astrology of just this month of January, because there's a lot um, that's going on. That's going to things are going <laughs> to eh, hold on to your hat. It's 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 a wild ride out there. You know, right now I'm thinking of that, you know, like the mechanical bull, you know, those those things that people ride in bars, you know, that go up and down. Um, so, you know, we saw a very uh, intense uh, example of that a few days ago, you know, with the, the Capitol riots. Uh, unfortunately, it was tragic. I think as, as of now, I think five people have died. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's very sad. Um, there's, you know, so much I could say about that, but I think we're, um, we just want to stay in the highest here and look at the big picture, but also, you know, just for the month of January in terms of this huge societal shift, obviously what it can mean politically, but also just in our own lives, you know, where are we, um, where are these forces of change occurring for us? Um, and where and you know how can we best uh, use these and what do we what do we look out for? So um, that's what I'm always here is you know is to to empower us. You know we want to look at things in in um, and not feel like it's it's not like we have no you know free freedom to choose. Um, even though they these are intense transits, um, they're not the transits of last year. Um, but there, but that doesn't mean I'm not glossing over and saying, oh, everything's, you know, this new beginning, and it is a new beginning, but, but with that Saturn-Uranus square going on, you know, for 2021, you know, now uh, February, um, June, and um, at the end of the year, you know, it'll peak, you know, so we'll get to revisit this, and, and each time we revisit it, it'll have a different signature energy to it, depending, because of the other planets, but this month, we have Mars there. So that's, um, you know, Mars is that instigator that's, uh, you know, churning things up. So if you think about the, the, the DC riots and insurrection as um, a kind of um, bellwether, you know, we, we saw, um, it was really, it was interesting. Mars has finally left Aries. It's been there since uh, June of, uh, of last year. And it finally left the sign of Aries and went into Taurus. It's called an ingress. So it's at zero degrees of Taurus right now. Well, Mars in its home sign of Aries, um, obviously it, it has the potential and it, and it certainly did succeed in many areas of uh, wrecking things. You know, it's the planet of war and aggression. Uh, however, um, it also has the planet to begin. It's it's that whole thing about it's it's a cardinal. You know, it's ruled by you know Aries Mars energy is lead, you know leading the way and starting over and moving forward. Um, and so um, it's been a very interesting uh, 
maybe the most challenging Mars transit we, we might ever see because of the fact last year, um, it not only charged through Aries, um, but it was um, squaring the Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto when they were all in Capricorn. So it was, you know, the individual taking on the state. And of course, we saw that very much so with Black Lives Matter and um, and also all the um, the Trump people and, and, you know, contesting the the election results of, you know, the presidential election and Biden winning. And, you know, there were many, many examples of that in the collective. Um, but it was definitely about um, finding finding a new way. And, and when it went retrograde, it's like pivoting and looking being able to pivot and step back and go, wow, you know, what's the direction I want to take with my will? What's the direction I want to take with my drive? And, um, and then it reached the 29th and final degree, which is called an anoretic degree or a karmic degree. Uh, the 29th degree of any sign is, is called a karmic or anoretic degree. And that's when the energy is expressed. It's, the, it's just full blown, right? So Mars and Aries at the 29th degree, of course, you're going to see conflict, aggression. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. That's you know the hard side of Mars. The the upside being you know passion and drive and ambition. It's just that we have to you know to use that energy most wisely. It's about checking our ego at the door. Um, unfortunately, what happened in in Washington this week was um, people did not check their ego at the door and they. They went crazy, and so um, you know, storming the Capitol, killing people, uh, lives lost, injuries, huge damage. You know, um, of course, you know, in in the people who were were doing that were, you know, in in their in their view of things, it was the right thing to do, and you know, standing up against the man, and you know, the people who, who you know, keeping keeping everyone back, but. Um, in, in, you know, in their view of things and clashing with the status quo. Well, um, that was, uh, it was an interesting uh, observation because I was watching carefully the timeline of that when I was watching on CNN, when, you know, we saw these people climbing the walls and, um, you know, running amok through the halls of, of um, the photographs later, you know, running amok through the halls of the Capitol building. Um, and, and I remember, you know, for the, what couple of hours? It was like around what three o'clock or so when that happened, and and I remember thinking, God, this is crazy. It's like, you know, the news reports were like the Capitol Police didn't even, uh, you know, they didn't like they didn't know what to do. There were hundreds or thousands of people, depending on whatever news report, you know, that were converged on the Capitol Police and. And they were like overwhelmed and they stormed the gates. And, you know, I, to me, it was like a mob scene, like right out of the Bastille, you know, <laughs> and, and they, and of course, you know, broke windows and trashed the place. And they, the Capitol police were, you know, overwhelmed. And of course, as we all know, they, you know, the lawmakers were in session count doing the ceremony, ceremonial election certification. And uh, they, you know, had to take cover, but, at that moment, that's when Mars was at the 29th degree and almost 59, you know, minutes, right? You know, ticking down to the to the micro measurement of, of the final moments in, in the sign of Aries. And, um, and it's interesting because I remember looking at that going, wow, why aren't they, why aren't they uh, moving yet? You know, I mean, the, the, it's like they kept pushing and pushing and, and why isn't the Capitol Police, you know, why aren't they, pushing back. It was all this aggression. 
And it just seemed that there was so much of, the, of it was being allowed, you know? I mean, I'm not saying this in a, in a criticism, but it was certainly something that we were observing. And um, anyway, um, but as soon as it was around 5.30 PM Eastern time, as soon as um, you, the um, Mars went into the zero degrees of Taurus, that's when the energy shifted. That's when they were, okay, move along, move along. And then the crowd started to recede. So that, ah, interesting, because Taurus is ruled by Venus. So Venus wants peace and harmony and you know comfort, security, that kind of thing. So the aggression was tempered with this overlay of, of Venus energy. So it's like, okay, move along, move along. And they finally got to get the peace, you know, and put up barricades and, you know, called a curfew and <clears throat> everything shifted right at that moment. And the defining picture, you know, live coverage of Mars at the 29th degree, you might've seen it on the, in the news. It was that guy that had his face painted red, white, and blue. He, he looked like, you know, something out of like Mel Gibson and Braveheart, you know, but he had the colors of the American flag on his face. And then he had the uh, Viking helmet, you know, the big uh, horns. It was the, the, the bull, the steer horns. So very apropos, right? Aggressive aggression into wearing this, this bullish, you know, the Taurus <laughs> and there it was. Um, but he was, he um, don't know if he lost his job, but I know a lot of these people have been identified um, on the internet and they've, they've been fired from their jobs for committing, you know, this insurrection and, um, you know, damage, federal property, all that stuff. But it was um, definitely a, a, a telling image. And you can see, watch carefully when planets change signs, because you'll, you'll see it, you know, you'll see it out there in the collective. And, and that was probably the best example. Uh, and there was the, uh, the, you know, they were taking pictures of themselves, selfies, you know, in the Senate and, and House chamber and, you know, sitting on the chair and, you know, the whole thing. So um, yeah, so that was, it was interesting in that moment to watch that progression. But anyway, I wanna just move on from that and um, let's go see. Okay, uh, yeah, let's go see what we got um, else for this month. So I'll just say overall, uh, it's, it's still pretty hairy. Um, you know, in terms of our, of course, we have the inauguration in the middle of this really intense energy. Uh, why is that? Because Jupiter squaring Uranus, which is going to take place in about nine days, January 17th, it's from now through the 17th of the month, um, you know, we're having this Jupiter square Uranus. So there's this opportunity for more, you know, zealotry, you know, if, you, if you're thinking about like the, the insurrectionists and all the writers, that Jupiter can be like, you know, off the charts, um, you know, this righteousness and um, zealousness and, uh, you know, kind of feeling of entitlement and righteousness and superiority, you know, that those are all the shadow parts of Jupiter and this uh, squaring off with Uranus. So that could bring, you know, um, isolation or, um, you know, a, a polarization and uh, very reckless, reckless behavior. Uh, recklessness and uh, maybe a pressure to conform, you know, to the group like, hey, I'm, um, come on, you know, do what we're doing, you know, and so those are those are shadow elements we want to look out for. So depending on where this is occurring in your chart in your own personal life, Jupiter square Uranus, you know, we want to check our, um, our sense of entitlement, 
and being uh, bossy know-it-alls, you know, um, and and so that's that's squaring off with the need to be free. And uh, Uranus, of course, is in that you know the the rebel, the one who wants freedom and independence and self-realization. So, um, you know, how best to use those energies? Well, you know, the Jupiter on the the, the bright side uh, would be you know a confidence and enthusiasm and a confidence and um, and seeking truth and all and squaring off with Uranus. You know, how do I find how do I find my truth and how do I how can I use my um, intuition and, you know, even I would say prophetic abilities, you know, that's very much Jupiter aligned to discern. Um, you could say, uh, uh, and this is getting out of politics um, because I do want to talk about Uranus. It's going to be stationing direct next week. But, you know, this could be a very dramatic moment for self-realization when Jupiter squares Uranus. A lot of um, the talk has been, uh, you know, obviously having this tragedy occur with, with such in Washington, you know, it, will things like that continue? Yeah, it's still gonna get hairy. You know, I'm just praying for a very uh, peaceful transfer of power. Hopefully um, people have retreated into that, uh, from that zealous uh, state. But, you know, these energies, of uh, darkness and division, they they do not do not go lightly into the night, and that's what we're we're seeing uh, this month with Mars in the mix, you know, stirring things up and agitating. So we have to just be really mindful of that and staying centered. In in the midst of this, um, some very chaotic times. So um, anyway, so that's Jupiter will square Uranus on the seventeenth, and. Um, so what the positive side of that would be, you know, what what are the good qualities of Uranus? Well, that's the liberation that you could say Kundalini rising, the light body activation, uh, coming from the future, creating um, paradigm shifts and being ingenious and forward thinking and visionary, visionary thinking, um, rebelling not for like rebel without a cause, reckless rebel, that would be shadow, but I, um, somebody who's breaking down old patterns of things that have held us back and have uh, divided us. So it's about, it seeks humanitarian unity consciousness, you know, so how do we, how do we meet our enthusiasm for that? And how do we work that out? The square is like demanding that we address these elements and come to a very fruitful uh, place. This is a, a potential where light can can occur, um, being um, you know discovering the future, discovering the unknown, and you know where that where does that meet with our truth? Um, so um, breaking from the past, you could say breaking out of old you know the old, old boxes. So well, that was cool. You know, this is this is a, got a lot of um, great potential and. Um, you know, it's, thank goodness, yes, it's going to be, it's, you know, I have to say it's, um, it's going to be pretty rough and bumpy there, especially when we get to around, you know, with Mars squaring these big outer planets, you know, Jupiter, um, it's going to conjunct Uranus, boy, talk about kicking up stuff, right, um, and uh, squaring Jupiter and Saturn. So there's definitely a big uh, shift, a societal shift that we're gonna see out there. This, this is, um, hopefully it's the end of the violence, but um, it's definitely um, uh, this stirring, you know, there, it's not settled yet. 
So hang on to your hats. Um, fortunately, the good news though, is that the, with Mars being in the sign of Taurus now, finally, right? It's taken six months from January, uh, from last June, because it stopped in, in, and then it went backward in, um, it was in September, from September 10th or so to um, November 13th, it, it moved backward and then forward again. So we had a lot, we had six months in the sign of, of Aries. So uh, that was definitely giving us, you know, where we had to, it was calling us to check our egos in service of something bigger, of taking care of, of um, ourselves on a on a macrocosmic level, you know, looking at our willpower and in will that serve something bigger, and what kind of legacy do we want to leave? So now that we've examined that in, with Mars and Aries, and we've got whatever you know garnished, whatever wisdom we've garnished from that, now we can take those insights and move them forward, in and with peace and grace. You know, Venus is about, uh, Venus wants peace and grace and connection. So Mars, combative Mars is, you know, the muscle guy, right? He right? wants to flex his muscles and, you know, tough guy. But Venus with Mars in the sign of, of uh, Venus ruled Taurus is almost like an overlay. You could say it has like a divine feminine overlay. So. Um, I'm thinking of like, um, you know, Glenda the Good Witch in, um, in The Wizard of Oz, you know, she's this beautiful, gracious, because she, Venus, actually, the ruling planet of, of, this, of Mars and Taurus, she's gonna, uh, she's entered Capricorn today, so she'll be there for the next few weeks. And there's a, there's a very dignified presence of grace, you know, right, in the sign of Capricorn. So there's like grace and dignity and decency, uh, doing the right thing. And you know, making um, its ambition with with grace. You know, getting things done and meeting one's goals and achievements with grace and peace. So, right? You know, I mean, at least we we got that working for us. <laughs> We're gonna need it. Um, so here's you know, Glenda the Good Witch. Like you know, the, if you can imagine people you know duking it out, but then there's this overlay of like Glenda energy. You remember how she had the big white puffy dress you know with the wand the sparkly wand and she was so kind you know she never she didn't diss anybody you know she was just very gracious even though the wicked witch was you know giving her a hard time she was like mm -hmm, you know settle down and so um you know think of that glenda energy of like permeating what's going to happen for the next you know several weeks and, and overlaying, I would say to, uh, you know, I would like us to all focus on those energies as we, as we work out some very difficult uh, situations and turning points that we remember this divine grace overlay. And, and so to be mindful as, of that as, as we move forward. Um, so as we, if we meet with hostility or if we check our hostility at the door of our ego-driven um, reactiveness, if we find ourselves being um, impatient and rude, you know, again, you know, just, just that it'll provide that natural check and balance. Uh, so will Saturn, you know, when, when, um, when, you know, this Mars squaring Saturn, you know, we'll have, 
the, the desire to move forward, it'll be like, you know, that one step forward, two steps back, you know, that kind of thing, like we'll feel like the brakes, like, like the gas pedal and the brake, you know, with Saturn being, okay, let's be wise, let's manage this. Yeah, you know, Saturn wants good stuff for us. That'll be a good lasting Saturn and Aquarius, you know, let's build a visionary community that lasts, um, but let's be wise about it. Right. So let's Saturn is about wisdom and maturity. So, yes, be strong, be courageous, be powerful, all those Mars qualities. But let's be wise. Let's be wise as we manage that, as we manage this um, revolution in thought and in ideas. So, um, yeah, so there's that. And, you know, here's one place where I think it might play out. Um, I, I understand that Pence, as, as of this moment, you know, Pence, um, they've asked Pence, but I don't think he's he's agreed yet. You know, would you step in for Trump since he's not gonna, he chose not to go to the inauguration, which is probably the first time in history, um, an outgoing president, you know, has not, um, you know, he was forced to give that video about, you know, condemning the rioters and, uh, obviously there's Venus and Capricorn, right? Play nice, be, do the right thing, you know, go and apologize and, you know, clean it up. Um, but um, anyway, Pence might take, take over and stand in for him as the peaceful transfer of power, you know, when Biden takes the oath. And that would be very nice. I have a feeling that will occur because, you know, he, he's obviously broke rank with, uh, and so did Betsy DeVos and other members of his cabinet, they've all broken rank uh, at this point. You know, it's just, it, it just went com completely bonkers. So I feel that that um, as a saving grace, you know, he, he could step in and, and do that. It, it would be a very Venus and Capricorn thing to have this, you know, do the right thing kind of energy. And again, looking at our own lives, you know, where is it that we need to do that to stand up and um, do things uh, again, you know, in, in the interest of peace. And it's that conflict with needing to do, wanting to get something done, but also needing to do the right thing. So it's like, it's, it's a, an energy that we're working out this month uh, for the rest of the month. So, um, you know, that I would say that could very well happen. Let me see my little notes here. Um, so Wednesday um, is a new moon and it's the first new moon we have um, in, um, it's going to be the first new moon since we have Jupiter and Saturn in, the, in air signs in our 200 year, you know, every 200 year uh, cycle of going into a new element. So that's exciting. And, um, you know, we've also got on the 14th, Uranus will go uh, direct. Um, in the sign of Taurus. So um, again, a lot of action. Oh, excuse me. I have uh, Toby here, by the way, that that was a um, here. Look, here's Toby. Yes. Okay. You want to say hello? Toby makes her YouTube. Yes, baby. I know. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's a, hmm. yes. You know, the Leos. I want attention. Do you think? Anyway, this Toby. Okay, no, mommy's working, mommy's working. Okay, yes, like I said, mommy's working. No, <laughs> so, okay, who's in charge here? Um, all right, so um, so anyway, the new moon is, um, is yeah, that's coming. That should bring, uh, that's all kinds of, all manner of new possibility. Uh, new moon in Capricorn. 
I'm gonna pull that up here. Let's see where that is. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so the new moon is going to be on the, um, oh, oh, wait, sorry. I have this at the wrong one, the 14th, I think. I have to just pull up this, here we are. The new moon for Washington, D.C. Is, uh, is going to be the, um, the sun and the moon are in the fourth house of home in Capricorn. So, and it's, um, and is Pluto conjunct? Yes, sun and moon at 23 degrees of Capricorn, Pluto's at 24. So you talk about reinventing, this is a whole purging, a whole rebirth of, um, of our society. Uh, that's that's going to be really cool. This is a whole new beginning for our country. Um, it's certainly for all society. You know, Capric it's not just the USA, um, but this reinvention. You know, coming arising out of the toxicity and birthing something new. So that's going to be happening. Uh, sun, Moon, Pluto, and um, in all conjunct. Right. So this is a powerful purgative kind of uh, energy. Um, I will say too that Venus is at the five degree, it, it's conjunct Venus, the planet Venus is five degrees of Capricorn. Well, the, um, the eclipse of December of 2019, right? So it's a little over a year ago, Venus is activating. Now, normally we don't look at Venus activating eclipse. It's really Mars that we looked at but we look at, um, and Venus there is, you know, I remember when Venus activated the eclipse um, last summer, the, the cancer eclipse, there was an evacuation at Mount Mont Blanc. The, uh, they thought that maybe the glacier would melt and they, they had to evacuate the, the town in the Mont Blanc area in France. And there was some flooding and things um, in other, other parts of the world. But I remember everybody got out safely. So again, Venus has that kind of saving grace aspect. Like, yes, it was change, but it was, um, it was a peaceful um, energy around that. So I'm just saying that, um, you know, I, and how I, how I interpret that, what comes to mind when I, when I think about that is, you know, maybe that, um, not only Pence attending the inauguration, but it could be that they get an, an impeachment, uh, you know, going and, and as they have, they're trying to do right now. And maybe that will happen and maybe he'll be, Trump might be removed from office, you know, as a result of, of that. So, um, you know, and that's only next week, right? We're, we're on top of the inauguration. They're already building the stands and the, the viewing stands and whatever they, you know, all the prep work. So this is very, very, very last minute. But it did remind me of the uh, eclipse, the, the Bernadette Brady's description of that family of eclipses uh, the, and that the December 4th, 2019 eclipse was very much, um, I'm sorry, the December 26th eclipse of 2019 at four degrees of Capricorn. So Venus is at five, so it's gonna, you know, activate that, as I said. Um, but that Bernadette had written that this family of eclipses uh, brings with it the sudden endings of associations or of a relationship. And there's a large emotional component as uh, Pluto is involved in a sense of traumatic transformation. So yes, you know, obviously given what's happened, um, I could, you know, that could very well be the case here uh, where um, he could be unceremoniously and 
you know, removed and then, you know, Trump can, I mean, Pence can stand in for the inaugural ceremony. So, you know, the, here are these energies at work. Um, anyway, so that's, that's that, the new moon. So January 17th um, is Jupiter and Saturn are mi mixing it up, uh, squaring uh, Mars Uranus conjunct. So that's really intense. So basically from the 17th, from the 17th to the 23rd, right? So the inauguration's happening in that window. That's very much stirred up energy, very, a lot of agitation. So again, be careful, you know, in, we want to look in our own lives about how do we meet these challenges? You know, what choices are we making that can, um, to, to meet this agitation? Um, who are we in the face of chaos and um, extreme behavior? Are we going to be caught up in that extreme behavior or can we step back and, you know, see it for what it is? This is part of our evolution, you know, difficult situations uh, build character in us. So we don't have to be caught up with that, you know, a, a kind of a mob mentality. We can, we have enough in the collective now where we can step back and look at that on a more, you know, even rational place and make decisions from there. It's, um, it's really, I would say required of us. And um, it, I know that with, um, when we um, are faced with adversity and we work through that, um, anytime we encounter adversity cycle, um, physiologically, we actually build more synapses in the brain, you know, the little um, pathways that unite left and right brain hemispheres. And so it's interesting to to think about that. Like, you know, most people, most of us, you know, we're wired for comfort and we don't want to um, experience who, you know, who wants to experience discomfort and challenge? No, we don't. But when we do, it's like uh, the polish, like the diamond is getting polished. So yes, it's rough. Yes, there's contact and pressure and, um, you know, this, this kind of friction, but friction and what is that saying? Pressure creates diamonds and it will, it builds our character. So um, I hope that we can all use these this as an opportunity for what's going to happen through the rest of the month that these are uh, in our own lives where we can use this as an opportunity to grow and to um, use this with um, with grace you know and and all the tools that we have our kundalini yoga pranayam chant you know these are very powerful places you know taurus rules the neck right the neck and the jaw i mean you think about Uranus being in the sign of Taurus, it's like, wow, the neck, what's that? The vocal cords, right? And Uranus, you know, this self-realization, right? So self-realization through this part of the body, wow, we could use chant and mantra and breath, uh, be hugely powerful. North node in Gemini, Gemini rules the lungs and the esophagus. So, you know, where do we want to push? Where? What's a powerful direction to move in? Engaging this, you know, what using these parts of the body in the highest way, well, you know, chant and whatever, whether it's a Native American chant or Sanskrit or Hebrew or, you know, whatever, you know, Sufi, uh, Sufi, um, so, you know, all, all, any and all religion, Buddhism, you know, it doesn't matter, whatever, whatever it calls to your heart, um, this would be a, a really powerful time to keep practicing and keep sharpening ourselves and building character through the, you know, these sacred practices.
So there's that. Um, I know uh, the new moon is not until the 13th, but so between now and the new moon is actually a good time, speaking of the physical body, um, to be fasting. Um, as the moon wanes from the from the full moon to the new moon, the moon is 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 in a, you know, the light is declining, and that's always the best time to do a fast. It's easier. It's easier to do a fast. Um, you'll find. Uh, I have found. You know, I tend to whiz through them. It's because the body, it, it, everything is in release mode. So this is a good where you're cleaning out. So you know, green juice fasting or green juice feasting, as as I like to call it. Uh, that's always a good thing. Whatever way you fast, you know, water, lemon water, plain water, juicing. Um, you could do, if you don't do a food fast, you could do a speech fast or a word fast or a music or, you know, a television. If you watch you know, too much TV, you could do a TV fast. You know, there's many ways we can fast. So um, speech or news fast. Um, oh my God, an, a, a cell phone fast. Oh my God, wouldn't that be hard? <laughs> it's like, give me the juice. I can't lose my iPhone. No, <laughs> right? Watch, watch your language and your thoughts in your head. So anyway, fasting, always a great thing to do. Very much easier to do. If you're going to start it, you might as well start it, you know, in the waning moon and it'll give you encouragement to, you know, keep going. So let's see. Um, let's see what else I got. Oh, yes. Okay. Uranus. Yeah. I want to talk about this because out in the collective, it can, we can be overwhelmed with, and it's important, of course, the inauguration and everything that's happened and, you know, what we're dealing with right now and the pandemic and, you know, all of that. But I don't want to overstep the fact that um, Uranus going direct in, in the sign of uh, Taurus at six degrees, 36 minutes. And that is uh, conjunct or lined up with the South node in Aquarius of the USA. And so I wonder about technology and the future. And as I've said before, you know, when, when it went retrograde in August and, uh, and now that it's at the stationary degree again, we heard a lot of talk about UFOs, we um, ETs and, and things. And it, you might've heard about that um, looked like a big blue ship of light in, uh, in, a, in Oahu. Thousands and thousands of people saw this in Oahu last week. And it, it was this huge, you know, kind of electric blue light from what I saw in the pictures. And it, di it disappeared into the ocean. And many people called the FAA and said, hey, you know, what's going on? And is, was there an aircraft down or, you know, and they, they looked in their records and there was no, no activity of, um, you know, any plane and anything, you know, out of the ordinary. So uh, unexplained. Um, fascinating, of course, you know, we, we look at those beginning and end exiting points of a retrograde, especially with Uranus, and to see, um, you know, something of that nature. So um, the chart for its stationing direct for Washington, D.C., I'm just looking at it now, it gives us some clues. Um, Neptune, the, which of course rules, you know, the outer worlds, the the higher um, non-physical realities, is in its home sign of Pisces, you know, which has been for many years, and it's making a square and actively engaging the North and the South Node and Gemini and Sag. So talk about, you know, otherworldly um, contacts to evolve our consciousness. You know, this is a very juicy possibility here. 
um, Uranus and Venus are in a nice, uh, a nice uh, trine with your, you know, Venus and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus. So it's like, hey, um, and Uranus is conjunct Mars, you know, because again, this is a very spicy month. This is one very spicy meatball in the chart of the United States. Um, in uh, Washington, D.C., it's appearing in the sixth house. I use whole sign houses. And so Mars conjunct Uranus in the sixth could be, ooh, I went off to work one day and I'm in my little, you know, I went to my carpentry job and budging, I just see some, you know, spaceship land on the earth or <laughs> something like that, something otherworldly. So um, expect the unexpected in, in daily life in America. <laughs> um, maybe it's... <laughs> Remember when um, Obama got inaugurated, the, fir the first inauguration in 2008? I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, there was on CNN, they, they, they had the cameras, you know, on the steps of the Capitol, right? The, the whole swearing in ceremony. And then uh, some of the cameras, another camera angle was looking at the crowd, right? And, you know, where it, it, with the, the Washington Monument in the distance. And all of a sudden, boom, there was this blur. Do you remember that across the top of the screen? And even the commentator said, hey, whoa, what was that? Woo, you know, there's something flew by. And it made the news a day or so later that, um, you know, there was these unidentified objects. It wasn't, it wasn't the Air Force planes with the, you know, the salute, you know, the normal, what are those? They do those amazing, you know, synchronistic, uh, you know, the fighter jets all doing this wonderful salute. It wasn't that, it was, it was something way faster and ping, right, in and out. And so you can go back and if you Google it, I'm sure you can pull it up, you know, UFO, Obama inauguration, whatever, you can see the the uh, the video of that. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, maybe in the in the in the midst of all this chaos, we might get another visit. Um, maybe they'll be telling us, you know, behave, right? You know, Venus and Capricorn, let's be nice as we uh, shift our paradigm of reality. We don't have to be nasty with each other. Um, we could be civil. Let's get along. Um, but you can imagine. Can you imagine just some like? you know, crazy, like proud boy, you know, like trying to cause trouble and all of a sudden some, you know, spaceship. I mean, you know, like I said, January is a, a wild month, you know, so who knows, who knows what's gonna happen. But I just want to put that out there because with Neptune squaring the nodes, whoa, that that's fascinating to me. And Sun and Pluto on that day and at that hour where, um, where Uranus goes direct, is exactly at 24 degrees of Capricorn uh, within um, what uh, 14 minutes of each other. So that's a extremely tight conjunction. Talk about a purgative, uh, purging one's uh, reality base um, in in within ourselves and and in society and the collective at large. So um, and th that's you know, offers enormous amount of opportunity for reprogramming, you know, reprogramming consciousness. So just saying, just saying. Now, I have to say too, that um, with all the tumultuousness and this um, explosive revolutionary kind of energy, revolution from within, um, revolution from without, this month, um, we could also be seeing earth changes you know, wouldn't be surprised, uh, seismic pressure. We've already seen some volcanic eruptions. What was the latest one? There was a volcano that was spewing ash the other day. And so uh, hopefully, um, you know, um, 
people will be safe, but just to say that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we had some major eruptions this year in, in you know, Ring of Fire. You always want to be checking the Ring of Fire, like the San Andreas Fault in California, up the western spine of the United States coast, up through Alaska and around, you know, down through the Asian, you know, that whole coast is the Ring of Fire. Um, that uh, uh, Ring of Fire also extends to Yellowstone. There's like a kind of like a little offshoot of, of that uh, ring. So um, there's an inroad there. So um, last year when, when we had all the eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn, uh, we definitely saw seismic shifts there. Steamboat, was it called Steamboat? Um, geyser hadn't erupted in, I don't know, 32 years or something. And it started erupting. So we could be seeing more seismic activity there perhaps, um, or in other, um, in other places. So many different hotspots throughout the world, Indonesia, uh, Vesuvius, Costa Rica, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, just to be aware that, you know, these are, that's another, you know, manifestation. Oh, yeah, 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 right? Never a dull moment. Um, what I'd love to leave on, on a positive uh, note here is, you know, when we have this inauguration is uh, one thing too that the Uranus energy can represent is, I mean, look at this outrageous uh, liberation um, of, and our value systems shifting, you know, Venus ruling Uranus in Taurus, Venus ruling that. Well, here, look at Kamala Harris, a black Asian woman in the second highest office in the land, one step from the presidency. Yeah. Like how amazing is that, right? History in the making, uh, a new beginning, something bold and dynamic and ingenious and forward thinking. And how exciting and inspiring is that? you know, especially for girls and, and, and little girls who are black and Asian, you know, that can look at her as like a hero and go, wow, you know, uh, you know, I could be president of this country. You know, there's the path for me, just like when Obama became president, you know, black kids everywhere were like, wow, you know, it's real, you know, the, the possibilities are here now and they're real and, and they, they can be realized now more than any other time in history. So, for that, we're thankful that we have these um, new directions um, and bold, bold new directions that are inventive and innovative and that unite humanity, you know, that bring us all together, uh, regardless of our political spectrum. You know, it's just about coming together and finding unity and joy and diversity. And uh, so, yeah, just wanted to share that. Uh, all right, I think that's about it for now. Um, just a last one, um, January 28th, we'll have our full moon and that'll be in Leo, right? The full moon's always in the opposite sign of the sun. So we have the sun in Aquarius, the full moon will be in Leo. That's not for almost three weeks. So we can probably talk more about that later, but that will, the, the intensity will feel from January like 17th to 23rd. Um, where things get really worked up, <laughs> um, well, it'll be reamplified again when we hit the full moon. Because of course, you know, full moons build energy to that. And since the sun's in Aquarius, you know, again, a lot of dynamic change. I think we could be seeing, um, you know, on a personal level, it's like we think about Leo and the we want to check our ego at the door, you know, we want to be brilliant and generous and creative and sharing and exuberant and full of creativity, you know, and, and, and bringing those um, qualities to the forefront 
but while checking our ego, you know, and and so um, that'll be like our little, you know, tip for for the new moon. I mean, sorry, the full moon, the full moon in Leo, nine degrees of Leo. That'll be January twenty eighth. So we'll we'll definitely have a very full um, full month. And so um, yeah, that's all for now. Just wanted to share that with you, and I hope you found this useful. If you did, um, we love hearing from you. Um, if you want to like, share, subscribe, you know, you can do so in the um, below. Um, with the little subscribe box. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, you know, how are these energies manif manifesting in your life and, um, you know, how we can, we can share um, ideas and experiences that bring us together. Um, so anyway, any questions or anything, you can always contact me, Irliana, at starsoundastrology.com. And um, until then, just, you know, hang in there and let's all do our yoga and our practices and staying sane, um, knowing that we can there's nothing that we can't move through. You know, we were, we came here for this moment. We incarnated for, the, for this time in this very special time in our, in our um, world evolution. So uh, I bid you adieu for now. Uh, this is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Thank you all for listening. Namaste. The light in me salutes the light in you. Namaste. Okay. Bye for now. <laughs>